Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine, and we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the New Truth Podcast, episode 110. 110. Um, the truth about Valentine's day. I can't believe Catherine and I were actually just scrolling back to our episodes to see what we called last year's Valentine's episode. And apparently we've never done one specific to Valentine's day, which was really shocking to both of us. So we're super excited to have a conversation about Valentine's day today and help you leave this episode feeling empowered and excited and, you know, in your heart, about every day and not so uh, not so much pressure and expectations around Valentine's Day because really, I mean, I'll start there. Valentine's Day is just a commercial holiday where you know money is made and it, I, I think there's a sweet notion to it. Um, and also when I'm in relationship, I like the idea of honoring a relationship more than once a year. I think it's something that should be honored more often than once a year, but also there's just so much fantasy around this day. And when we are in fantasy, so I'll speak to a saboteur archetype. This is the fantasy addict. When we have fantasy around what something is supposed to be, we have a ton of expectations attached to the fantasy. And what's always followed by expectation is what? Disappointment. Never, ever, ever do we have our fantasies come to reality. You know, they're never exactly how we imagine them to be. And so for those of you who are in relationship and, you know, some women that I work with, like they, they just, Valentine's Day is like, oh, I don't care about that, but it's more from a place of cutoff. And there's some women who are like, oh, like, I hope he does something for me romantic, or I hope he proposes on Valentine's Day, or I hope he brings me home flowers and surprises me with a fancy dinner. And there's this hope for something and then a letdown if it doesn't happen the way that they imagined it to. And then, of course, there's the single women who carry the shame of a culture that glorifies being in relationship and that amplifies the fantasy of relationship around Valentine's Day. So single women tend to feel more shame, just like they do around the holidays at Christmas, when they're single at yet another holiday that's geared towards being in a fantasy-based relationship. So that's where I'll start. What do you think? You, you only just dropped a whole bunch of stuff, <laughs> a whole bunch of themes. I mean, what we were talking about even before we hit record was, oh, we live in a world that is set up for women to hate themselves, yeah. right? Like almost everything can be used as ammunition for you to feel bad about yourself. And let's start with single women. We know, and the whole purpose of the New Truth podcast is breaking 
these paradigms that a woman's value is whether or not she's in a relationship. And we obviously get that this time of year, I mean, the reason we're doing the episode is because we get that it's super amplified right now. And guess what? Stop being on Instagram then like have boundaries. Like we, this, we come back to this over and over again, that the responsibility is on how you move through the world. And if you know that you're about to see a bunch of freaking pictures of other people getting flowers and going out to dinner in their relationships, and that bothers you. Okay. Protect your energy. Right. But please don't use this as a way to feel bad about yourself. So I want to address that. We almost called this how to not hate Valentine's Day (laughs) because this this wasn't me. But of course, I've had plenty of clients that this is the case. The message of the new truth is that love is not the answer inside of a relationship. It's you only the message of the paradigm, old paradigm is you only have love if you're in a relationship. That is not the truth. And that is not what we stand for. Love is inside of you. And this whole podcast is about you becoming aware that this is about celebrating every aspect of love in your life. And here's the thing, women who love themselves feel full, no matter what day it is. Right. And they aren't touched by a commercial narrative that says you should feel bad if you're not single. I personally love all the energy that got built around Valentine's day. So the day before Valentine's day that actually brought in the energy of celebrating female friendships. And in my experience, when I was single, I always spent Valentine's day with my girlfriends, like my single girlfriends, none of us ever let each other be alone feeling bad. Cause we brought the energy of loving each other and loving ourselves and just wouldn't give any attention or energy to anybody feeling like shit on this day. And I feel like I've said this before, but of course it could have been a million years ago that there were maybe five Valentine's days that I bought a bunch of roses and I stood in Boston on the street and handed them out at the end Mm. of the work day to people. And it was the most glorious experience of my life. I can still see people's faces of course, plenty, there are people who didn't want it and like rejected it, but the people that just were delighted by being like surprised and given something on Valentine's day. And mm. you know that the fastest way to get over yourself is to give to someone else, right? So instead of just wallowing in self-pity on Valentine's day, if you're single, maybe this week, cause this, this episode's coming out right, you know, the week before Valentine's day, write Valentine's day cards. So secretly Mm. to all my friends who are listening, I'm writing Valentine's day cards to you this year. I've never done that before. Actually. I love that. You know, I'm going to mail cards. And so that's, that's first with being single and, and you're, you don't have to love, like, look, you don't have to now fall in love with Valentine's day. Like that's not what we're saying, but we're asking you to not use this as a reason to feel bad about yourself And you only feel bad when you give into the narrative that you're supposed to be in a relationship on Valentine's day. And I have so much to say about the relational dynamics around Valentine's day, but I want to address that. Of course I had an ex who went like berserk on Valentine's day, like balls to the wall, like went all out on Valentine's day and treated me like shit every other day (laughs) of our relationship. And so watch out for that, right? The love bombing people or the men who actually give into it just as much. And they have all this pressure on themselves that they think they're supposed to show up for you a certain way. But then you act like that means something in your relationship because they did something for you on Valentine's day, but they're 
behaving badly every other fucking day and you're overlooking that. So anything you want to say around the single women before I go on my rant about couples can do this? Yes, yes, yes. Well, I'm just thinking like, as you're saying all this, I'm like, it kind of reminds me of birthdays. So I used to be in a, in a massive foop where foop is like a fucking loop where you're stuck in the same (laughs) fucking loop over and over again. I always use that word. People are like, what does foop mean? It's like a bird being like, woo, woo, just stuck in the same cycle about birthdays where I get into relationships and I would have the craziest expectations for my partner to do so much. And Charlie and Jeff got really good at doing, going way over the top. Like, I mean, God, Jeff like flew me to France and Sicily and did all these crazy things. And, but when I'm thinking about comparing birthday to Valentine's day, like there's such a flaw in it. And I didn't even think about this until you were just talking, just thinking about this, like expect, I kind of spoke to it earlier, the expectation disappointment thing, but like expecting somebody else to show up for you, like that's a setup. And we learned that when we were kids, because when we were kids, guess what? Birthday parties were not orchestrated by you and a bunch of people came to your birthday and they brought you presents, right? And that all these big cool things happened or some people didn't have cool birthday parties when they're kids, but like uh, birthdays were done for you. And same with Valentine's Day, like you got to write in the card, but like everything was done for you as a kid because you're a kid. And then nobody teaches us how to do it for ourselves. So as adults, we're written what you and I know that adults are just kids walking around in adult suits pretending to be adults, but they're actually just operating from all their protective mechanisms and all their pain and their wounding. And so adults are walking around with the same expectation that like, you got to show me how much I matter on my birthday. Your friends do, your family do, your partner does, and there's all this pressure. And so Valentine's Day in relationship, but even being single, there's this pressure to feel like you're a loser. If you're alone, you got it. Like there's this pressure that somebody else has to do something for you. And if they don't, it means something about you, which is not true. But that's what the saboteur and the little girl inside will have you like looking for evidence to prove like, okay, well, my friends didn't even call me today. I'm alone on my birth. I'm alone on my birthday. I'm alone on Valentine's day. Nobody did anything for me or people did things, but they weren't enough. It didn't, I don't feel loved. And the saboteur is always looking for evidence to prove that, that faulty belief inside that you're not good enough. That's that you just spoke about it so beautifully. Like that we're taught from the beginning, like that, that women are set up for, we're set up to feel shitty about ourselves from every angle. So I want to, I love Galentine's day. I totally agree. I think it's amazing women coming together and, and celebrating each other. And I'd say, take that to the next level on Valentine's day and your birthday. Cause I started doing this on my birthday, completely disintegrated expectation. Mm. Have your birthday be your birthday where you celebrate you have Valentine's day be your love day where you celebrate you, where you reclaim that day, whether you're single or in a relationship where you reclaim that day. And you're like, this day's about me. It's February 14th. I met this little girl, never forget her. I can't remember her name in this moment, but she was so cute. It was in Chicago at a workshop, like probably eight years ago. And her was, she was born on Valentine's day and she was the most loving kid I've ever met. She was climbing all over me, sitting on my lap at this workshop. Like we just met five minutes before her mom was like, Whoa, she's really loving. But like, I've never seen her so attached. Like we were attached at the hip for the next three days. She was so sweet. And she was born on Valentine's day. And I was like, of course you're born on Valentine's day. You're a love child. And so if that day represents 
love. And the New Truth podcast represents love being about your relationship with yourself, which is at the root of all your relationships, how you're showing up for yourself, who you're showing up as. And from that place, that's how you have healthy relationships. That's how you have healthy friendships. That's how you have a life that you love. If that's what this is all about, let's rewrite that day. So Valentine's Day is love day for you. It's you celebrating you. It's you honoring you. So if you were to be your greatest lover, what would you do for yourself on Valentine's Day? How would you show up for yourself? How would your greatest lover treat you on Valentine's Day? Can you do that for yourself? And loving yourself on Valentine's Day might not mean flowers and you buy yourself chocolates and you take yourself out to dinner. Like loving yourself on Valentine's Day means doing the thing that you want to do. And that's what I want to say about expectations and what happens in relationship and what actually is, and and this was last week's about the fantasy and the child and the saboteur take no responsibility for themselves. Mm -mm. And that's what is the truth about expectations. Expectation is it's in my head, what should be happening and what I hope will happen. And I have no accountability for it. And that's appropriate before the age of two. And in healthy parenting, you empower your child to learn how to ask for what they need and want and be assertive. But of course, no one wants that for women. Women are so afraid of wanting too much or needing too much or being too much. So we all suppress our needs and feelings because of course, like here's what's true for Andrew and I, I fucking love Valentine's Day and we celebrate Valentine's Day and we celebrate Valentine's Day. We're very, very clear on what it means to us. So the first thing I want to give you permission for is it gets to be whatever is true for you. I just invite you to not hate the day because that don't give your energy away, you know, around that. Like it can just be another, like if anything, let it be a neutral day for you. If you're someone who doesn't want to fall and, you know, love the day, but don't walk around like being bitter and angry. I mean, that's just not good for you. It's not good for anyone. But if you're in a relationship, it is your job. This is not just about Valentine's Day. It's your job to communicate your needs, your feelings, your desires. And guess what? Your partner is not going to care about them if you don't care about them. So if you are ashamed of wanting to celebrate Valentine's Day, that's going to be bad news for your relationship and for you, right? If you have all these stories about, I shouldn't want to be celebrated, The moment you're using should is not only an expectation, it's also self-criticism, right? If you're shaming your desires around anything, like this has been my kind of obsession lately is watching how many women, I mean, this is even why I stand for what I stand for around relationship. I mean, half the time women feel bad about wanting a relationship and they're trying to pretend like they don't, you're allowed to freaking Mm -hmm. want a relationship. And you're allowed to want to be celebrated on Valentine's day, but you have to teach your partner what that looks like. And Glennon Doyle wrote about this in Untamed. I love that you brought about birthdays because she had a whole chapter about her birthday on how I waited for other people to do for me uh, and celebrate me without me actually getting clear how I wanted it to be done and took responsibility for it. So there is nothing wrong with wanting to be celebrated on Valentine's Day, but please do not hope and wish that something happens for you. Take responsibility for it. So- I do not want to go to a restaurant on Valentine's day. Oh my God. (laughs) Like, no, thank you. I'm pretty sure they like jack up the prices on Valentine's day anyway. And I don't care about flowers because everybody's getting flowers. It doesn't actually feel special for me, but 
Andrew Daniele bought me Godiva truffles for our first Valentine's Day. <laughs> I had never actually had this chocolate because it's like expensive chocolate. What was I doing? I wasn't ever buying that for myself. Andrew still makes fun of me. He's like, you were buying the like cheap shit from like CVS. That's like so gross. <laughs> um, I was buying that for myself. So I literally pretty sure I had like an orgasm the first time I bit into a Godiva truffle. And I remember looking at him and just said, look, if this, this is what I would like for Valentine's day, like every year, it's the only time of year I want to eat chocolate like this, because there's like 25,000 calories, I think in one of these truffles. And I just said, look, and I was like, and how would you like to be celebrated? And for him, it was, I don't want gifts, but I like cards. Like we have always mm-hmm. written cards for each other. Andrew has saved every single card we've ever written. I used to leave him post-it notes around our house. He still has a folder oh. with all of those post-it notes. And so we do cards for each other and we share the Godiva truffles. Although I guess Andrew doesn't eat sugar anymore. So he doesn't have them anymore. But like, mm. I, I want to give you permission. And, and it's funny. I was just yeah. talking to a friend this morning Um, on another person's account, a woman asked, like, I think the question was phrased, like, if I want to be celebrated for Valentine's day, but my boyfriend's like making fun of me about that, what do I do? And I'm really happy. My friend shared this because that's insane. If your partner is making fun of you or putting you down for how you want to be celebrated or what you like, or how you like to be romanced, that's not okay. And a sure sign that you're probably not with the right partner, right? Andrew's never yes. made fun of me about any, I mean, I love birthdays, birthdays. That's a whole, that's a whole other episode. I absolutely want to be celebrated on my birthday and I don't need an extravagant Valentine's day. And you know what, if you are someone who wants an extravagant Valentine's day, go for it, but take responsibility for it. Don't hope and wish that someone figures it out. And please, of course, which is the purpose of this episode, watch out if you're putting all of the pressure on Valentine's day Mm. and missing the day-to-day interactions, right? My husband and I show love to each other every single day and celebration and appreciation is the glue actually of any relationship. All the research has shown that at this point, like appreciation and partnership is like oxygen, Mm. right? So the, the bad news about Valentine's day is when you're overlooking any of the things that are happening in your relationship in day to day. And then you're going to say, Oh, well now Valentine's day will be special. And that'll be the next hit of me staying in a relationship. That's not good for me rather than taking responsibility for every single day. And yes, expectation, disappointment, what goes up, what comes down, but women make set expectations when they're unwilling to take responsibility for their experience. And that's what consciousness is. And that's, and for me, self-love is about taking responsibility for my needs in all of my relationships. Like it's my job to know it's no one's job to try to figure that out. It's no one's job to try and intuit that with me. Um, It's no one's job to magically, you know, it's no one's job to assume that because other people want a certain thing that it's, you know, now how I want to be treated. And this is also true. If you're in a new relationship right now, how about you just freaking check in with your partner? Because I feel sometimes I feel really bad for men around Valentine's day. Like, let's just do this for a second. Who's the one who's supposed to spend money today. Mm -hmm. Always the male partner. Right, go listen to our truth about engagement rings episode if you want to hear Kate and I rant about the, the gender dynamics. But 
how about that? Like men and half the time, if you haven't communicated to your partner, how you want to be treated on Valentine's day, they're going to put themselves out thinking that something extravagant is what you want when it might actually not be the thing that makes you happy. It's your job to know what makes you happy and no one should be, I mean, if you want reciprocal relationship, no one should be putting forth more effort in making anybody feel special than the other person, right? We all want to feel special. We all want to feel wanted. We all want to feel desired. And that's why it's important to do that for your friends, right? And most of all, to do it for yourself, because then you're not dependent on the validation from other people. Yes. So that's my, that's my <laughs> Valentine's Day and, and Mic drop. taking responsibility for themselves. Yeah. And I love it. And I think that, um, I, I love everything you said. It's so important to, I mean, what I'm pulling out of it is like in relationship to have a healthy relationship, communications, everything, everything. and having conversations and sharing your truth, but also listening to your partner's desires. And one thing I know about men I'm going to generalize. This is not true for all men, but a lot of men that I know and that I've been in relationships with, and I've had a lot of relationships with really good men and also had a lot of conversations with friends in relationship with male friends and even worked with some male clients. One of the most consistent things I hear from men is that they don't feel like nothing, nothing I do is ever enough for women. And David Data talks about the masculine feminine. The feminine is more, 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 more. And the masculine simplicity, less, 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 less. And so <laughs> they're conflicting, right? If you're a feminine woman, you're, there's going to be always this like, Ooh, and what else could we have? And what else could we do? And if you're a masculine man, there's the, the like, okay, how can we have less and simple? And, and so Keeping in mind that, you know, I think of all of the women I work with who typically have the controller saboteur archetype playing out to a, to a large degree. It's like you can you can share your desires with your partner, but there also has to be a relinquishing of control in the process and of like honoring and appreciating. I love that you brought in appreciation and how important that is appreciating what how they do show up, even if it's not how you would have chosen it. Like they take you for dinner, but it's not to the restaurant you would have wanted to go to, or they bring you flowers, but it's not the flowers that you like, or, you know, it's, it's the, those little things that chip away at men over and over and over again. It's like, oh, but it wasn't quite right. That's not quite how I wanted it. And so letting go, like if you're, if it's coming from another person, you don't have control. Like you can express your desires and your needs, but then there's a letting go and, and, and celebrating however it shows up. And, and I love what you said. I, I was going to speak to that. If your partner is not willing to have the conversation and they're just, you know, shaming you for even caring about it, you know, birthday, Valentine's day, Christmas, whatever it is, like that's a, something to note. Um, every partner I've ever been with, I've like, not ever, but when I got to Charlie, I was self, I was starting the personal development journey and I was self-aware. And in the beginning I was like, birthdays matter to me. Christmas matters to me. I love Christmas. I love birthdays. Christmas. It's not about presents. It's about wonder. It's about experience. It's about music. It's about going to, you know, Christmas, mm -hmm. like, you know, light shows and that kind of thing, sing-alongs and having mulled wine or hot chocolate or whatever. And, and with, and listening to Christmas music all month and decorating early and all that <laughs> stuff. So we talked about that in the beginning and he was totally on board and loved it too. Jeff wasn't as big of a Christmas fan, but he, he's Latvian. So his, he has his own traditions, which I got to be exposed to, but he's 
supported me in it. He loved that that was true for me. And he always came along with it because I stood for it. I'm like, Hey, this matters to me. And same with my birthday. My birthday matters so much to me. It's just like, I don't know why, but I love, and at the time I didn't know why. And now I know, of course it's the, it's your day to celebrate you, like who you are. And, and I now have woven in me celebrating me too. But my last two long-term partners, both like Charlie, I remember would give me a present every single week for four weeks leading up to my birthday. And then my actual birthday, he'd like write a song and like, he went so over the top mm-hmm. and Jeff went so over the top. And I didn't say I need presents. Like I didn't, I didn't tell them how to do it. I just said, it really matters to me. And both of them showed up so fully. So that meant so much to me because I took a claim for what matters. And then yes. when it came to Valentine's day, I was like, I don't give a shit but it is love day. And so like, let's make dinner together. That's what Jeff and I always did. Mm -hmm. And actually that's not true. Jeff, Jeff often worked on Valentine's day. We did have a couple where we made dinner, but Charlie and I always made dinner together and we play jazz music. We light candles and we just like have a connection night because it mattered a little bit. Like it wasn't a hundred percent a no, but I didn't need presents. I didn't need cards. And I think sometimes I got them, but I wasn't detached because it's not really a big deal to me. Um, but I stand for what is, so it's so important, like that combination of being willing to have the conversations to be vulnerable and share, even if you judge yourself, like if you judge yourself, probably you'll, you know, you might attract someone who pushes back on it, but just owning it, but also letting go of what it looks like when they actually do show up, um, so that you can celebrate them for showing up in the way that they can, and that you could always fine tune. I think Charlie got better at my birthdays every year. I think Jeff did too. Birthdays and Christmas, both of them, like the more they got to know me, the more they kind of went over the top, or maybe the deeper in love with me they were, the more they went over the top. So we're a celebration starved. I mean, I think when we, when you and I talk about women who are, when your heart is closed, you're not going to offer to anyone the thing that you most want. Like that's actually the pain around a closed heart. When you are full and your heart is open, like that, that was the thing that happened with giving away roses. Like when your heart is open, you're giving for the sake of giving, right? So the, the flip side of the women who don't take responsibility or communicate, they'll do for their partner what they want for themselves, even if that's not what their partner actually wants. And then sit there being like, okay, I did for you. Now, what are you going to do for me? Right. That's transactional love. Yes. And that's not love that mm-hmm. that's transactional. And so the, that's the kind of other side of not taking responsibility for yourself. This is for mm-hmm. all my overgiving, over-functioning people. If you are giving so that something happens in return and that someone gives back to you, that's not giving an overflowing abundant heart is giving from overflow, right? Yes. I, loved handing out those roses. I have loved, I've picked unique cards for every single one of my friends this year. Like I stood in line and felt their energy and chose the card. Like that is thoughtfulness. And when, when you're full of resentment, go listen to our episode about the truth about resentment. When you're full of resentment, you won't be able to see the good of your partner or how they celebrate you or how they show up for you because you're just committed. I mean, this is, this is consciousness, right? You're making a choice every single day to open your heart or keep it closed. You're making a choice every single day. You know, the world's not going to stop. I mean, we've got a long way to go before we have new narratives for women, a long (laughs) 
long, long way <laughs> to go. And so you can be bitter about that. You can live your life waking up every single day being pissed about that. Or you can say, okay, I know when I walk outside, the world has a whole agenda for me and I don't have to subscribe to it. I know that the world wants me to feel bad about myself if I'm not in a relationship and I don't have to subscribe to that. This is now we're in like the way celebrities are talked about, right? Female celebrities are always so-and-so can't keep a man, but we never make any of those comments about men ever. Or so-and-so can't keep the weight off. Oh my God. That makes me so mad. So like, this is the world we live in and you know what, we have a mission where we're doing something about it and you can actually do something about it in all of the women around you when every single day you nurture your own energy, you protect your own energy, you love yourself. And that is the work over and over and over again, rooting in what's true for you. Sorry, Leela is letting you know that she agrees. Leela agrees wholeheartedly. (laughs) So you can, you know, we want you to choose however, whatever is true for you about Valentine's day can be true. So practice not making yourself wrong for any of it. And most of all, practice not being bitter about all of it and recognizing that you can actually set the standard for how your friends move through this day too. Yes. Yeah. And how do you want to feel and take responsibility for that feeling? I mean, we talked last week, we did say last week was going to be a two-part episode. And this week is about fantasy because last week was about fantasy love. And we were going to touch a little bit on fantasy love in our culture and how indoctrinated we are with the fantasy message around love. So really checking in with yourself when you are you have, whatever your beliefs are, maybe after this episode, do some like do some reflection on what are my beliefs about Valentine's Day? Am I hate? Am I a hater of it? Am I constantly judging myself for being single on Valentine's Day? Am I having high expectations and always disappointed? Like, where do you fall? Um, and where's so that that's those are your protective mechanisms. And the truth, like it's being able to separate the fantasy of Valentine's Day or the fantasy of relationship, because that's what the world around us amplifies and glorifies. We'll we'll do an episode on reality love TV. I mean, I just watched one just for that. (laughs) We will for sure. I just watched Too Hot to Handle. I have a friend who's actually in it, who it's actually a great premise. The show, they, they take workshops and stuff and they learn self-awareness in the show. So they're a bunch of people who are, you know, heartbreakers and their avoidance and they're out there, you know, just doing their thing, but not con- that coming from protect protective mechanisms, not connecting on a deep level with their, with anyone they date. And it's a bunch of, you know, really societally hot people uh, all on a beach, all on an Island, whatever, doing their thing. And then they go through these workshops and learn about themselves and learn about communication and learn about the different practices to understand themselves in a deeper way. So, you know, I mean, it, it's a great premise. Uh, can they transform that much in that short of time? Like it, I mean, I think it's a good start. There's some seeds probably planted. And certainly I love that this is where it's headed. The reality TV is headed. I think it's cool. And there's just so much fantasy. Like what do we see on reality TV shows? People fall in love immediately. It's like, and then they ditch each other immediately. And then they like, it's all just wounded love. And same with in movies and same with in songs. And we're just fed fantasy love messages all day long. So all of the 
high expectations and disappointment that comes with Valentine's day and feeling like there's something wrong with you if you're single and all of the stories, like they all stem from one place, fantasy love that is literally everywhere indoctrinated with it. You can't escape fantasy love and fantasy love is fast and it's furious and it's, you know, sweep me off my feet, but women are so disconnected from their hearts and from themselves and from their power and from the truth of who they are and attracting high quality love that's actually aligned when you're coming from fantasy. So I think Valentine's Day, you know, following last week and this week, it's a great time to just start to reflect, like, where am I coming from within myself? What are the stories that I carry about this day? Am I avoiding it altogether? Am I shaming myself? Am I like, what am I having high expectations and being pissed off at my partner, but not even asking for what I want? Like, what do I have fantasy that some big dramatic thing has to happen, like an engagement. It's like, what is my fantasies around this day versus like, actually like anchoring into what would feel like if you're in a relationship, what would feel? So if today is about love, how could you connect with your partner? How would you feel the most connected? Not your saboteur, not the fantasy addict. How would you, not what your friends, you know, think you should do. How would you feel loved on Valentine's day? Maybe it's having dinner at home and, and then doing an appreciation rampage for each other, or massaging each other, or physical touch. Like what are your love languages? Get to know you and what you desire and, and get to know your partner, what they desire. And if you're single, give it to you and give it to your girlfriends. Perfect. 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 And we totally will do an episode about reality TV. And the yes. last thing I want to offer is please remember no matter what someone posts on Facebook on this day, that tells you nothing about their relationship. Yeah. Images on Facebook or social media tell you nothing. You can be informed by them of, I dream of that. I would like to be treated that way. All women, everyone, I mean, everyone should be treated well in their relationships, period. <laughs> like that's, that's the baseline standard. But I remember, you know, again, if you need to not be online on Valentine's day, no big deal. Decide what you need and give that to yourself without feeling bad about it. No one should be, you don't have to force yourself to do anything. And you know what, if you are sad today, okay. How can you be good to yourself on that day? On, yeah. If you're sad on Valentine's day, be good to yourself on that day. You know, a lot of people have a hard time believing that and remembering that everything changes, right? So whatever you're feeling right now on Valentine's day is probably not going to be what you feel tomorrow. Like that's what it means to move through your emotions. And when you have compassion for yourself and you're not making yourself wrong about anything anymore, that's when magic happens, right? We are multifaceted feminine beings. We're going to have all kinds of feelings about everything. And it's our job to take care of ourselves around it. But I really remember, you know, I used to, this would be the way I used it, Valentine's day feeling bad about myself is I would compare and be jealous of other people's mm. pictures. Yes. And then I'd make that mean, like I knew anything about the relationships. Let's be honest. And look, you know, I love relationships, but you're going to see some beautiful flowers being given on Valentine's day this year. And like three months later, you're going to see a divorce announcement. Okay. Yes. So like, please remember that we don't yes. know anything about the relationship. So watch the meaning you make out of everything. Yes. Being single on Valentine's day means Jack shit. Yes. It means absolutely nothing. 
And being single and any day means nothing. Being single <laughs> any day means nothing. This is like seriously, <laughs> it means nothing. You yeah. are worthy. You are enough. You are lovable. And every woman does need to learn how to romance herself and treat yes. herself the way she longs for a lover would that those practices did change my life. And it didn't yes. look like taking me out to dinner. It looked like be- the way I spoke to myself, it looked like treating myself well. It looked like taking really long baths and wearing beautiful clothing that had me feel good about myself. It looked like actually recognizing that the lover lives inside. It's not out there. Yes. So that that's changed the truth my life about too. Valentine's Day, babes. Love it. And the last thing I'll say is I'll just share a quick story about the whole Instagram fantasy addict that wants to compare you to everyone on Instagram and think that they have something you don't. I, I have a, an old friend who I'm not really, well, she's not, she's like more of an acquaintance. I met briefly and just stay in touch on social media. And I was watching her Facebook and her Instagram. And I had said to her, we reconnected about a year ago, or maybe two years ago. And I said, ah, you're one of my expander couples, you and your husband. I just love your relationships so much. I love following you on social media. And they're very spiritual. And they're very like, they just the pictures they posted, they're always gazing into each other's eyes. And it felt really meaningful. It wasn't like cheesy and fake looking, but not that it was fake. I mean, the love I'm sure was real, Um, but I felt something every time I saw the photo. So they became an expander couple and inspire inspiration for the type of relationship I desired. And like six months after I told her that they were divorced and I was like, what? (laughs) Oh, even, even spiritual people got like it. (laughs) Of course. I mean, of course, but you never know what's happening behind closed doors and being divorced or breaking up. Isn't a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with it. You can have beautiful Epic love and then outgrow each other. Your lives go in different directions. It doesn't mean anything either. It doesn't mean like, Oh my God. Okay. Love doesn't exist because the couple I thought I wanted to be. No, it means their beautiful love. The time had come for them to part and go separate ways for whatever reason. But I'm sharing this because the truth is you never know what's actually happening inside of a relationship, no matter how good it looks on the outside. Even people you spend time with, you can't know unless you're in their home, inside of their relationship, what's actually happening and inside of their bodies. You can't know what's actually happening. So comparing yourself to other people is just totally pointless. (laughs) So go celebrate yourself. (laughs) And yes, of course, you know, you've listened to all of our breakup and divorce episodes. There's nothing wrong with that. And I, and the reminder that being, you can be inspired, right? Let yourself be inspired, right? Half of my healing journey around relationship was being around other couples whose husbands treated the woman very, very well. I needed that to believe in that for myself, right? Because I only knew being treated like shit. And so it, we're talking about the images on social media so that you don't make meaning out of it and you don't use it to feel bad about yourself. You absolutely can use it to be inspired and you absolutely can decide that you're going to do something differently this year and about your love life, right? No one's destined to be single and no one's destined to be alone and no one is actually destined to feel like shit. You can learn how to love yourself, how to reconnect, you know, connect with yourself. And most of all, find that infinite well of unconditional love that lives inside of you. So we're a few days early, but happy Valentine's day. Happy (laughs) Valentine's day. The exact day that is true 
for you on that day where you honor yourself and take care of yourself and are good to yourself. So, you know, as always, we love hearing from you if this has moved you. And certainly if you know a woman who needs to hear this, who might be feeling bad about herself on Valentine's day, or as we near Valentine's day, send her this episode. Right. Love you. Happy Valentine's day. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.